I'm Kevin DeCristofano. I'm Sean Flanagan. And we are the Ninja Turtle Nerds, the weekly podcast that reviews Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics one issue at a time. How you doing, Sean? I'm good. How are you? Oh, that doesn't sound very enthusiastic. <laughs> Jesus. I'm you, you being held hostage? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's been a so, long week. <laughs> <laughs> uh sorry to hear that um yeah yeah you know life <laughs> just keeps on going hopefully society is uh moving in the right directions but we'll see that's a, that's as vague as i'd like to keep that <laughs> uh try to keep the podcast evergreen uh you know by the time people are listening to this we have world peace so yeah not really a way to segue off of that <laughs> Thanks for bringing us down out of the gate, Sean. No, no problem. That's what I'm <laughs> Thanks here for. Thanks for putting a trip wire at the starting gate. <laughs> it's all your fault. So, moving on, we're talking about um, the. I hope this is no one's first episode. God dang it, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Oh, they have no idea. Please listen to last week's episode um, first, or go back and listen to the first one. So, today we're talking about Mirage Comics. We're talking about Ninja Turtles, Volume 1, Number 22. Came out in June of 1989, so they're still packing them out one month at a time. Doing good. 36 pages, so two shorter than the last issue. Not bad. Written by Mark Martin, who we've seen before. Art by Mark Martin with letters by Steve Levine. He's the only one doing letters over there at Mirage. They love him. And this issue is called The Time Traveler Returns, which was the alternate title for Back to the Future 2. so i don't know what you got out of the cover but i got ninja turtle (laughs) doesn't know how to make an inflatable raft open properly (laughs) so we're we're backwards from last episode because i loved this cover it's not a bad cover i just don't know what's going on to me it looked like they were trying to do a different interpretation of the scream painting that famous paint it's called scream right like the movie i don't know <laughs> i think it is the painting where he's screaming and it's all the oily yeah, waves I, I, but like yeah. i don't it's 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 so an interesting cover that? because it's two firsts for us it's the the first time mirage comics used the different color masks that created in the 87 cartoon like it's it's a purple mask so it's donatello yeah and it's the first time they've officially done that i think definitely the first time on a cover and it's also the first time the cover appears in the issue i think uh, no that's not the first time no okay well it's definitely the first use of the colored mask i'll give you that but on a cover yeah i, I don't know like <laughs> I guess I could see the scream painting reference. I don't know. It's 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 not bad. It's just weird. That's it, it, really all I have for it. Is it's weird, but this whole issue is weird. So yeah. So this w- I would put this on the cat. This whole trilogy, and I my my apologies to Mark Martin, but the time traveling trilogy he has here. It, I'm going to put this in bad Ninja Turtles. Not not a fan of the Time Traveler trilogy. As we discussed with, with Abed, uh, Ahmed, it's it's not 
not good. And it's a very complicated story too. So maybe that's what we'll do here. So chime in with any anything you have here. But I, I wrote like a summary of the story because it's so complicated. And last time we did a time traveler episode, it was very complicated too. And like, I feel like, like I didn't know what I had read. Like by the time I got to the end of it, did you have that feeling? Yeah, I did because all my notes are just things that stuck out to me that I liked. Just oh, there's definitely good, no, and again, there, that's why we good, do this podcast. There's good in all Ninja Turtles somewhere. I would love to hear your summary because I, I could vaguely tell you like sections of this issue, but I, I don't think I could tell you the whole thing. So this is where the guest era truly begins. So all the issues from here, all the issues are non-canon from here until 45 is what I'm trying to say with the exception of 27 and 28. So there's like two issues in the middle. All of these are non-canon. The story, this one's a continuation. Like we said of the last issue that this, that Mark did issue 16. We're on a first name basis. Um, (laughs) And, and it's part of the, the Time Traveler trilogy. So we're in part two of three. I think that's what it is, too, though. And they do this a couple more times than the guest runs is. Sometimes the guest run stories are issue back to back. And then sometimes there's this big gap. And then it takes you a minute to kind of realize, oh, this is actually calling back to issue whatever. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that's part of why it was confusing to me, too, is I... When I was reading it, I was like 16. I'm like, I know there was time travel. I know I like the art, but I can't for the life of me remember like how this connects to that. So this is not the, the first time this will come up. But yeah, that that is one of the things that's confusing about the guest period of the Turtles. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't just do their stories together. And then so-and-so stories next. and So... But go on. What's the summary? I'm really curious now. Okay, so it's buckle in because it's a complicated story. It's not like like it's so funny that the best issues of the Ninja Turtles can be summed up like in like two three sentences. Like the turtles get into April's van. The police mistake the van for one that they're looking for, and there's a car chase. Yeah, like that's all of issue three. We keep going back to that. Some of them are summarized like issue ten is Leonardo is sparring on the roof. He's ambushed by the Foot Clan. He ends up getting thrown through the window where his brothers are, and they fight. It's it's literally like some of the best issues are so simple like that. This one, however, uh, I've got like a page and a half of a summary here. Oh, my goodness. So, and that's on, that's, that's on, that, like, on my iPad, not like handwritten. So sometime shortly after issue 16, the turtles are basically tearing their lair apart because they received a bomb threat. I'm not sure who the threat came from, but they can't. Oh, actually, I know. So that'll be at the end. So they can't find the bomb, but Leonardo's Leonardo's turdy sense, like Spidey sense, is tingling. Raphael clicks the TV remote and then the TV launches a bomb that basically looks exactly like a bomb you would get from the like like with the toy turtles. Like I think it's the same bomb that came with the turtle blimp toy. Oh yeah, it could be. And 
Not to get on too much of a tangent right away with the summary, but I feel like this issue is also the first issue that's very much acknowledging the turtle uh, media as a whole right yeah. now because we got that. We got the purple mask on the cover, mm-hmm. and this is also the first Mirage book where they eat pizza. I've been paying attention to that, and they're they're they have they they took their pizza they, they took that attribute of the of the 87 cartoon show and put it officially in the comic books. Now that the turtles are obsessed with pizza. Yeah. So anyway, the, the bomb comes out of the TV screen. Meanwhile, six years into the future, 1995, we cut to the little girl from issue 16 coming out of her time machine. So right away, she sees some strange monster waiting for her and she offers it a cookie. And then she dump she jumps through a second story window and tries to run away until the monster eventually zaps her with a freeze ray, like a freeze gun. The, the monster is an ambassador of an alien race called the squall who goes by the name George. And we finally find out the girl's name, which we didn't get all of issue 16. Her name is Dale Evans McGillicuddy which I feel like that was a very 80s and 90s joke to make someone's last name McGillicuddy. I can't even say it. McGillicuddy. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So George explains that Squall have been watching the human race to prevent them from destroying themselves, but things are basically already too far gone. So George needs Dale, the girl, to use her time machine to go back 2 million years this is another thing that makes about as much sense as the worms from last episode. I would argue the worms make more sense. <laughs> you know what? You're probably right. She has to go back 2 million years and change the mindset of humanity. So we, she's going to try to make humans less violent. So the squall think that there's only one day left in the time machine's life before it pops out of existence for good. So she's got to do it now. Then we go to present day, and here is where the roller coaster is off the rails. <laughs> here is where if you were like, no, I, you know, I'm following. This is kind of a wacky turtle adventure. I get it. You know, this is where you're just like, what am I reading? So present day, we see Master Splinter somehow turn the turtles into brave little toaster art style robots. Like, and I. I don't know if this is a dated reference or not at this point, but it looked like that episode of Futurama where Fry and Leela go to the robot planet. Like it's that bad looking. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> so you're leaking. Cool. Sir, are you where you're leaking coolant at an alarming rate. Uh, so splinter says that the bomb blew up the turtles and, Oh my God, this is bad turtles. <laughs> so the bomb blew up the turtles but Splinter, so I don't know why he has any of these capabilities, salvaged, I think he calls them the turtle's parts. Where did I put it in my notes? Splinter says it blew them up. Yeah, he, sal- he, he was able to save their parts and their brains. So their parts means their bodies that he's trying to piece back together. Like, it, like, like when you get hit with a bomb, you just fall apart like a crash test dummy toy, and you just need to put the parts back together. So he placed their brains into the robots, which for some reason Splinter knows how to do. That's an ancient ninja technique. <laughs> so Splinter gets busy piecing the turtles' bodies together. They, um, they, they don't show that part, but he's apparently putting their bodies back together. Again, crash test dummies. 
uh, cool toy line. The Turtles, as these robots, they head off to Bill's TV repair to pay April's electric bill. We discover that Bill (laughs) is this demented, angry man who hates April for refusing to go out with him. And he's so angry that he's the one who planted the bomb in their television and it ended up blasting the Turtles uh, because they're over at April's, I guess, even though they should be back in the sewer at this point. So after Bill rants about April for a while, he finally notices that there are these four robots in his in his shop, and he assumes that they're devils, even though they're robots. Uh, maybe he thinks the devils possess the things. I don't know. You infernal uh, machines. So then he activates a giant TV robot that attacks the turtle robots, and then we cut back to two million years in the past. And Dale, the little girl, is uh, attacked by this ape man that she freezes with George's ray gun to not kill her. And she explains to the ape man that she's here to make his life easier so he won't be violent. And humanity, I guess all of humanity evolved from this ape man. And because he was violent, we, we were all violent because that's how evolution works. She she's going to make him more peaceful so that the human race will be peaceful in the future. She teaches him about like gardening and and gives him a nice comfy chair. And <laughs> then <laughs> can I re- direct you to this lazy boy that stopped World War three? And then uh, so this was a reference I had to look up. So she gives him a mask which is of this actor who, this was before our time, Sean. Apparently that face is someone who, it's an Australian actor who used to sell batteries on American TV commercials. So I don't know what that is. (laughs) Clearly it was probably big like the month this comic came out and then like never again, but that's what that mask was. So I don't know what it has to do with the story, but she gave him that mask. It might as well be a where's the beef mask. (laughs) Uh, so Dale gives the, and he, and she gives him a puppy for him to like snuggle and care for. So mission accomplished. Let's get back in the time machine. She heads back for home and then she gets out of the time machine and George is like super happy. So it it starts showing like all the evil people across the, 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 I was going to say across the U S the evil people (laughs) across the world. It's been a long week. The evil people across the world are, are like world peace is happening. Like there's no more armies, no more wars. Everyone's, everyone's like, you know, everybody has a comfy chair. She gave this ape man a puppy. And instead of coming back to a future that was altered by that, the, the future is just now adjusting to that, which doesn't make any sense. That's not how time travel works in any time travel movie. Right? Yeah. Am I crazy? No, you're not. You, well, you're crazy. Like the but the no. future should already be adjusted. It shouldn't be like a bunch of evil world leaders saying that they're giving up their armies. They should have never had armies to begin with. Right. But anyway, so Squall basically says like, ha, you fell for it. And uh, that now Earth will be easy to take over. And and that was his plan all along. And, and the little girl is like, you tricked me. And, and things go nuts. We get back to April's apartment where the, the turtles are back in their old bodies and they're, they're celebrating with Casey Jones and splinter. 
And then Michelangelo's soda pops out of existence and he asks if anyone else saw it happen and it's not really addressed. <laughs> and then they, they see that April's watching the Pee Wee Herman show mm-hmm. and the secret word of the day is turtle. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of stuff happening. Random stuff is happening. So splinter then is, Oh, so everyone starts losing their memory at this point. And then, um, the Ninja Turtles and Splinter revert into their original non-mutated animal forms. Like they, they basically become normal turtles and a normal rat. And Casey looks up from a crossword puzzle and asks April if she said something. And in the final panel, we see Miss O'Neill uh, delighted to find four normal turtles on her sofa. So I guess history was getting rewritten slowly because of but it should it should happen instantly it shouldn't it's weird it's a weird story so th- that that summary is- and it's going to be con- it's going to be concluded next issue we should say that like yes that sounds like there's a, a bad ending it's because there is no ending they're they're doing the empire strikes back there's it didn't end it's continued next episode so that's a very issue. very convoluted explanation i'm still not really sure what happened but so the last note I have on the issue, I'm wondering if yours is the same, is just what the hell did I read? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said before. Like, I had to do this summary because the first time I read it through, it, I was like, I have no idea what happened. I have no idea. And and I, I consulted the Turtlepedia to clear up a few things. And, and is it just uh, a picture I used a of- lot of that for the summary I just gave, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, is the turtlepedia just a, a picture of the turtles all shrugging their shoulders <laughs> at one. So I had a couple of questions too, which I, I know you're not going to have. These I'm not going to have Sean. the answers. Don't like worry. I said, all the, all the stuff I have to talk about are just moments. I liked. So, <laughs> Okay, so here's a question I had while reading it, and I'm not going to tell you the, the second part, but do you think George is a reference to the Langoliers? Because the monster George, who is clearly involved in a time travel shenanigan here, uh, he looks like a Langolier. He looks like, like a giant little meatball thing. It's certainly possible. No, because <laughs> that's the second part of the research. So I had that question, and I looked it up, and that book didn't come out until 1990. That's a year in the future, so he can't be a reference to the Langoliers. I'm going to guess Stephen King didn't get inspiration from this. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then, but the reason I thought it was is there's that Rick and Morty episode where they have the, the time police thing where, where they had the, the screens all happening at the same time, and that thing kind of looked like a Langolier. I know it was supposed to be something else that we're not going to say because it's a family-friendly show, but it also kind of looked like a Langolier. You know... I don't think we've ever had a podcast in all the years we've been doing them that at some point you don't bring up the Langoliers. Really? (laughs) You you have a silent obsession with it. Every story ever written has been low-key inspired by Stephen King's The Langoliers. (laughs) (laughs) I've never read it. No, you've only seen the TV movie of it. <laughs> Which was a masterpiece. Well, part one was good. Like all Stephen King things. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning was good. Yeah, I don't So it, it, So again, I 
if you're reading along with us, it's an interesting read. I like the art. Um, it just has moments I like. Like even with you doing the summary, I'm still not really sure what happened. But there's a point where at the beginning they show the back of the TV and it has a warning on it. Mm-hmm. It says, we'll catch your head on fire and shoot lightning out of your belly button. So I, I just like that. And then the the panel of the bomb coming out of the television looked like an album cover to me. And I love that about it. Yeah. And uh, I like how they go to static like right after it happens. I'm not a fan, however, and I know this uh, th- this has nothing to do with what you just said. And I'm sorry, but... I got no more to say about it. it does look good. I like it. <laughs> I'm not a fan of uh, they, they call Leonardo Leon L E O L E O N. That was weird. A few times in this issue, not a fan of that. No, I didn't like that. And uh, it's Leo. I don't know the whole the whole thing with the monkeys. Like you're reading a completely different book. The monkeys won't do. <laughs> we're not monkeys we're just cuckoo so uh, i got so i got so many notes of just confusion on this on this issue that's the thing though like i i don't understand like splinter putting their brains in machines like i feel that to me honestly seemed like something that was written for a different comic and he was like, oh, I'll just put it in this issue of Ninja Turtles. Uh, uh, it can be Splinter that put the turtles' brains into something. Like, it's so, like, why? That's not, that That feels like they fundamentally don't understand the character of Splinter. And then when they show up to Bill's shop and the TV robot shows up, like, I didn't know if Bill had turned into the TV robot or summoned it. <laughs> like, I, and then you go back to the monkey. I don't know. It's just like I said. I mean, not, not that. I mean, honestly, if this was issue seventeen instead of issue twenty-two and had happened right after the previous time, it wouldn't make it any less confusing. But at least it would have been a little fresher in my memory to be like, oh, okay. But what? Who came up with the concept of the... Well, the time machine has an expiration date. What? Yeah. (laughs) It's just a bad issue. And to be honest, like, it's also the issue that's aged the worst that we've done so far. And I don't think there's many others really in any volume of Ninja Turtles that are like this, where, like, the concept of the TV repairman being mad at April for not going out on a date with him is just so uncomfortable in today's culture where we were so much more educated on how wrong that is. And like how, how, Oh, it's just like, it made me uncomfortable kind of reading that part. Cause also he looks like he's way too old for her. Well, I, I, I have a note that says it's a pervy Bob hope because that's what it looked like. Or maybe that was just yeah. Bob hope. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then the way it, you know, it ends is odd, and yeah, it didn't occur to me until you pointed it out that all of the ramifications of the time travel. I don't know. It's like they took cookies out of the oven, and it's oh, they gotta settle. And it's like that's not how that works. Like if you changed something, <laughs> when you go back, it's not. Oh, hold on a minute. Yeah, the new world is loading. 
give me a moment. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just a very. This is one of two times, this and another version of the Turtles down the line, where they do kind of the same thing. They do one issue, and then there's a bunch of other issues in the middle, and then they go back to that issue to finish the story. But it's really, like I said, I I enjoy the art. I just don't think the storytelling works for Turtles. I, I mean, I'll go as far as to say, like, yeah, this is bad Turtles, and it's, I don't know, I... It's it's just not good. It makes me uncomfortable. Like I said, the 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 TV repairman willing to murder April because she won't go on a date with him, and in today's culture, and like the I don't know, man. There's at one point, like I don't know if you noticed this, but at one point there's like vandalism on the wall. Did you see this? It says legalize rape. It says legalize rape, yeah. and I'm like, oh come on, like you could have written. A- anything there that, as the vandalism like like you could have written like re-elect reagan yeah, yeah. you could have written like uh i don't know you could have written like mark was here because that's his name right the author yeah um yeah, that that entire yeah, you could have written mark was here there's so full of uncomfortable there's pro nuke flyers like i get what you're trying to do too like you're being ironic and funny, yeah. It's like let let me put them let me put the most dystopian future possible out there, and I will put it in that context for people who aren't reading along yeah. and they're just listening. Putting legalized rape in a Ninja Turtle comic sounds crazy. There, a, it's it's supposed to show how far gone that reality is, but there's a dog at the same time drinking. You don't need to do it that way. Yeah, yeah, because you have a dog drinking radioactive waste. You have a child playing with a gun. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. The, it seemed like edgy for edgy's sake yeah. at a, in a story full of nonsense about a little girl that's traveling through time. And maybe that's the point he was trying to make. Maybe that's why the time traveler is a little girl is to like make it even more uncomfortable feeling. But I don't know. I don't want to feel uncomfortable when I'm reading Ninja Turtle comics. So this is another one where I'm kind of okay that it, it's not reprinted in any collections. Um, but I have to say, so we're 22 issues in. And five one shots for it to be 22 issues before there's really a stinker is impressive. Yeah. The previous time travel one was okay. Yeah. But it also didn't go so far off the rails like this one. So, I mean, the splinter, like the stuff about splinter, how he's putting their brains in robot bodies. And then, I mean, he's not Baxter Stockman. And like, and him putting their bodies back together after they were blown up by a bomb. And by the way, at the end of the issue, when they get their brains back into their bodies, their bodies don't have a scratch on them. Right. Like, how did he do that? Like, that's just how it works. There, I fixed the bodies, so there's no scarring. Um, there's no scar tissue whatsoever from being blown up from a bomb. I just, again, third third time I'll mention it. It's like the crash test dummies toys. I just put the arm back in, it clicked. Put the leg back in, it clicked, and I was done. So, to give you a small preview of issue 23, I have a note that says, the more times Dale shows up, the less I like her. So, <laughs> so 23 is going to be the conclusion of this little arc. And I... I don't know. It, it again, if you're reading along with us, it's worth taking a look at for you know turtles history. But yeah, it's that's the thing about these guest era comics. It's just interesting to me that that's what they 
their goal wasn't to make an overarching narrative with the turtles. I mean, even, even with the Northampton stuff, that's clear. Yeah. It's like, they wanted the turtles to be mostly one shot, like kind of like those, what do you call them? Like, like those, it, uh, like the, not horror comics, but like those oh, sus- suspense, uh, pulp comics. That's what I'm thinking of. Like, like, like pulp things or like, like, I think I should have just <laughs> said what I said at the beginning. They wanted the turtles to be just these like one shot wacky adventure. You're in and you're out in 40 pages. And I, I don't think it's in, I don't, you know, every now and then they, they, they tried something else, but mostly that's what you get from volume one. And like you said, it's interesting to see this part of turtles history where they hadn't quite figured the franchise out yet. But I mean, by no means, if you're listening, like, yes, this is probably the worst issue we've talked about, but you know, then the next issue finishes the story out. But I mean, there, there are guest creator arcs that I think are awesome that are coming up. Yeah. They're all over the place. And then volume one finishes really strong too. Yeah. And then you go into volume two, which lasts for only like 12 issues. I think it is. (laughs) But yeah, no, you know, stay with us, you know, by no means. Yeah. Sorry to be such downers this week, guys, but this was not the best issue. So uh, I think we tend to have less to say when we aren't super pumped about what we're talking about. Again, it, it by, by no means is it an indication of quality across the series. It is interesting to see, even though they were still an independent comic at the time, a book that was not concerned with an overarching story. I don't know. It, it's interesting in that regard. And there are things that Mirage did that I kind of wish modern comics and the bigger companies would do more, but I get why they don't. So so that's this week's episode. Next week we'll be doing issue 23, and it'll conclude this storyline for good. Well, let's let's see if they salvage it at the end. We'll see. We'll compare the two next episode. I'm almost positive I, I like the cover of the next one, but you'll have to tune in next time. So if you want to contact us, we are tmntnerds at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter. Uh, we're at tmntnerds and Instagram at tmntnerds. That's where we'll post some of the images from this issue that we talked about today. And if you'd like to help us improve the show, like I've said last week, uh, improve the show, meaning like buy new microphones and like get a website and just like, you know, editing software, all, all things that cost money that help podcasts sound better and reach more people. Uh, you can donate to our Patreon at the Ninja Turtle Nerds. And, oh, I haven't said this in a while, rate and review and hit the subscribe button. If you've, uh, if you've gotten this far and you're like, I like Ninja Turtles, I want to see where they're going with this, uh, hit that old subscribe and leave us a review. That really helps because it helps us find more listeners where if you can't give us money on Patreon. Maybe they can. So yeah, uh, hit, hit the subscribe button and, and definitely rate and review us. Cause that really helps. So I guess that's all we have to, to say about this issue. Uh, we'll see you next time for the conclusion of the time travel trilogy. And we'll, we'll see if they, they're able to salvage this spoiler alert. I don't think they will. So we'll, we'll see you then. 